Welcome to the Save Girl Podcast. This is your host, Saj, with my co-host, Christy. Join us as we tackle the unspoken, the taboo, and the tough conversations for the modern Christian woman. What's up, Save Girls? It is time for another episode of the Save Girl Podcast, and we have a very special treat for you today. Our episode today is called He Loves Me, dot, dot, dot not okay and we are going to be talking about how to identify counterfeits posers fakers and just plain old distractions okay this episode christy and i felt like we couldn't do it alone we knew we had to bring in some real testimony we have testimony but y'all hear from us all the time but we wanted you to see how this happens so much within the Christian community, not just to women, but to men too. And we wanted to bring our dear sister, Kyla, here today to share her testimonies when it comes to this, he loves me, he loves me not topic. And we're just so excited to welcome Kyla to the studio. Woo! Yes, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. We wouldn't have it any other way. You are such a dear sister to us. You are a gem in our community. You are needed. Um, You are important. The words you have to share today are just equally as important as you are for the community. I just can't wait for everyone who hasn't yet heard what you had to say or is going to hear from a different perspective today. But this conversation about counterfeits, man, it's one that really kind of gets my temperature up because... It has hurt a lot of God's daughters. Like, fellows, we know y'all had some counterfeits too, but we're going to focus on the ladies today. And we're going to focus on our sisters today and the women, God's daughters. Because there have been some real heartbreaks that have happened because of counterfeits. And this word counterfeit, what does counterfeit mean? What is a counterfeit? So I want to go through some definitions of a counterfeit, just so that you can start to feel the Holy Spirit just rush up into this room. So counterfeit, first definition is made in exact imitation of something valuable or important with the intention to deceive or defraud. I could just park it right there. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good definition right there. It's like the fact that it's imitating something valuable, right? Mm -hmm. Because a counterfeit is only a counterfeit if it's helping to imitate something that is worth imitating. And our husbands, the person we're supposed to procreate with, we're supposed to be fruitful and multiply with, this ministry that God has called uh, as marriage into our lives is very important and valuable. And the devil has made it his business to try to deceive, still kill and destroy all that God has for us in marriage by sending these counterfeits. One of the other definitions, it says a fraudulent imitation of something else, a forgery. The thing that caught my eye with forgery, because when I think of forgery, I think of someone intentionally forcing themselves in a situation that's not for them. Like when you forge a signature, how many of us know when we were trying to go to that field trip in middle school and your mama says you couldn't go, (laughs) your mama says you couldn't go and you're like, oh, I'm going to this, I'm going to the movies to see that. I'm not Mm -hmm. missing that. I don't want to stay back at school and do work all day. So then what happens 
We forge that signature. We try to yeah. act like we know how to sign like our moms or our dads. And we end up on that trip knowing good and we wasn't supposed to be there. Knowing good and well our mom didn't sign it. Knowing that we forced that. We faked it. We pretended like we were hurt when we weren't. When I think of that, when it comes to relationship, it's so heavy. It's so heavy. And it really reminds me of Ephesians when it talks about principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. This is so much bigger than us. The yeah. enemy has plans that we can't see. And behind these men, those cute dudes you swiping left or right, I don't even know how Tinder works, but the guys you're swiping on <laughs> is saying yes. There's spirits behind that, counterfeit spirits, fraudulent spirits, imitating spirits. The thing about an imitating spirit, and I'm gonna be done. I'm gonna let Kyla come on here and share some stuff. But the thing about an imitating spirit is that it taunts. Yeah. When I studied imitating spirits, it, it has a root of taunting. And taunting is when something or someone is trying to overtly exploit your weakness, your past, trying to latch on or draw from your weaknesses and your broken places. So sometimes when we get involved with counterfeits, we are dealing with a taunting spirit that has come to be familiar to our brokenness. Mm -hmm. It is very dangerous to get involved with something like that and someone like that. So with all that being said, I want to just give Kyla an opportunity to share. Kyla, you can let us know what your experiences are or an experience that you have had with a counterfeit, um, a fraudulent person who you thought was your husband or someone you would be with for the rest of your life. Oof. Thank you for setting that up so perfectly because those definitions, words mean things. And when we're talking about counterfeits, we're talking about those people who really try to put themselves, insert themselves into places where they know they shouldn't have been because it looked good, sounded good, it felt good, then we thought it was the real thing. I honestly have a lot of experience, like I'm not trying to brag because that's nothing to brag about but I in this area <laughs> in this area one particular situation so it was actually my longest relationship I've ever had the main thing that connected us was like this is some guy that is after God's heart he had the right he knew all the scripture he was in his word he was a youth pastor so I was like wow he's working in the church it just looked good his words were good. It just right. felt good. And I just remember like when my mom met him, this is why God, he loves us so much. He places people in our lives to be like, hey, take another look, sis. Like, take another look at that situation. If you're not picking up on those cues, then you might end up hurting yourself a lot more. If, you know, those people that are in your lives to let you know, maybe this guy's not for you. If you're not listening to those voices, then you know, you might just end up hurting yourself in the long term. But I just remember my mom met him and she was just like, I feel like he's wearing a mask. I feel like he is presenting himself as a way, but he's wearing a mask. And she used to always say that. And I'm like, and I just thought my mom was being spooky. I was like, girl, like you take it to the next level. But she was so right about that. One thing you did say when you said that it's a taunting spirit. 
And that, that like tightened something up in me because during that relationship, I was made to feel that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't a good partner, that I was never going to be a good wife. It was because of certain things that happened in this relationship. He lost his job a few times. So since I still had a good job, he will ask certain things of me like, oh, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you do this for me? And when I'm like, I honestly don't have it right now, or I don't feel comfortable doing that because I feel like, why am I funding certain things for you? Then he'll be like, you know what? That just goes to show you're not going to be a good partner. Like, you're not going to be a good wife. Wow. Like, how are you? You're going to let me suffer. You're going to let me take the heart, take the blame for this. Or you're going to make me not have let go without because you're not going to support me. So wow, that happened a lot during that relationship. Also, he made me feel like I couldn't get close to God if it wasn't through him. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. (laughs) Last time I checked, Jesus is still on the throne. But you know, Kayla, you tell the story. Honestly, he Jesus is still on the throne. But in the situation where we're talking about counterfeits, I have to be real. I was also a counterfeit because Mm. I was saying that I love God. I was chasing after God, but I wasn't doing the hard work. Like on the surface, it looked good. It sounded good. It felt good. But I wasn't doing the hard work. I wasn't like behind the scenes. God wasn't my everyday, my everything. He wasn't at the time. So then I was easily manipulated in this way because I didn't know God for myself. So then I was leaning so heavily on this God that I thought knew God. And when he would hurt me, when he would disrespect me, because he cheated on me a few times too. So when all that stuff happened, I was like, I was angry with God. Because I was like, how would you set, like, how can you send this man into my life? That's gonna, <laughs> like, that's breaking me down. That's breaking me down. And I didn't even want to read my word. I didn't want to pray. I did pray. I did pray that, like, God will keep us together, that everything will work out, like, or that I'll be the woman that this man needs because obviously I'm failing. And that's what counterfeits they'll do. Because during that relationship, there was so much grace because things will happen where we would maybe break up, go on a break and everything. I was just wow, like, I'm actually okay. Like, I'm good now. I feel like I'm good. I feel like I'm getting myself together, blowing myself up. But then things will happen and then he'll sneak his little self back in and then we'll get back together. And now I'm crying all the time. I'm feeling like I'm not worthy. Like, and it'll just be a cycle. I just felt like I was putting myself through that. There were many outs that God has gave me like during that relationship. We were together for almost six years. So there were many outs. And it was to the point where I was so broken. I was like, you know what? I have to go to therapy. Like I started therapy like during that relationship. And I would just, I would say things to my therapist and thank God for therapy. Let's just say that because I would say things to my therapist and she would be like, all right, I'm going to repeat back what you said. I'm like, okay. And then she'll say it back to me. I'm like, why am I talking like that? Do I not love myself? Do I not care about myself? Why am I accepting this from somebody else? Why do I think this is okay? And just having that mirror, somebody that's unbiased, yeah. not my mom, who already from the jump was like, 
this guy's not for you not my friends who are like oh i, I can't wait to have a guy in my life like your boyfriend because you mm. sometimes you can't turn to your people can't turn not the church because the church they were like oh y'all been together for a few when y'all getting married so it's mm. like god said it was great timing but he sent my therapist and she's also a pastor sent her into my life where she was just like okay you sound like you're hurting you sound she's like, we had to get to the bottom of this that really built me up enough to know that it was over for him and other factors but yes thank you for sharing that i wanted to back up a little bit you said that you would have peace for a little while because i've heard this in the community so many times and i've been there so this is why i'm also asking <laughs> what well, was it for you that that made you go back to him it's very key in our healing when we figure out what is it that is our stumbling block I know for me, it was not wanting to be alone. So it's mm. like, once that feeling of loneliness really started creeping in, it was like, maybe we could work it out. Mm. Maybe we could figure mm. it out. Maybe it won't be as bad this time. I'm tired of sleeping by myself. I want to feel that warm body next to mine. And I want to be able to have someone to cuddle with and be with. It was just that loneliness. That was my stumbling block. Absolutely. And the soul ties are real. I used to, like, in, in those moments when we weren't together, I felt like I was dying. Mm. No joke, like, dying. I felt like I missed a big part of myself. And I'm, like, I get it. Like, a lot of women in our community, we were in these relationships for two, three, four. I was in this relationship for almost six years. And that was pretty much most of my adulthood so far. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was something re reset. And... That, like, I felt like I, this was my best friend. This was my, the guy I used to talk to, somebody I used to talk to from a.m. to p.m. Then there wow. was a moment where I was just like, I blocked him. I was just like, let me just see if I unblock him. Let's just see if he's going to try to hit me up. And like, legit, maybe 15 minutes after I unblocked him, he's hitting me up. Hey, don't know if you're going to see this, but I hope you're doing okay. Hope your family's doing well. That was the right little message to send at that time because I was just like, oh, I'm actually doing good. Um, thank you for checking in. And that's how he crept in. And so Saj is so right. That loneliness part, that part of feeling like, you know what? Maybe the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know. Uh, yeah. Because that real. was it too. Because I was just like, I know him. I, even though he's chaotic. I know calming down. I know that if I say this, it's going to trigger him. So I'm not going to say those things. So I knew how to maneuver in the chaos with him. So I was like, I don't know wow. if I have the energy to learn someone else. Because now even this relationship, it jaded my view on relationships. It jaded my view on what a healthy relationship could be, what it could look like. So already my mind says, if I leave this, then I'm going to have to deal with someone else. He could be worse. Oh my goodness. So I would rather just deal with the person I know already. That wasn't even like striving for more, hoping for more. It broke me down so much where I'm like, I, I should just be happy and count my, count my blessings that I am with the guy that loves me so much that he's crazy. That's where my mind was at. I was so broken. <laughs> wow. That's a whole quote right there. The devil I know is better than the devil I don't know. That keeps a lot of us in this cycle. When Christy backtracked, Kyla, I wanted to backtrack too because there was something you said that I think is important to point out as well. With this entire theme of counterfeit, 
we have to be careful because that counterfeit person will lead us to be in counterfeit scenarios. So when I say that, I'm saying, he's saying, oh, buy this, do that. I need help with this. I need help with that. Sir, I am not your wife, but you're asking me to do (laughs) wife things because we're in this counterfeit role and you're not my husband, but you're pretending to be my husband. Now we're in a counterfeit marriage and we're not really married, but you're asking for my body. You're asking for my money. You're asking for my time. You're asking for things that only my husband is supposed to receive. But because we are operating in this counterfeit relationship, We are now taking on roles of things that are not ours. Girl, when you said that, I thought of so much like, man, like we just give ourselves away to these counterfeit men because Mm -hmm. it's an umbrella of counterfeit. Now we're pretending like we married. Oh, this is my babe. We're going to be together forever. We are sleeping together. We're going to have babies. This and that. Girl, that's like, like, we got to look at that. So. When you said that about him saying, oh, I need this, I need that, and then accusing you of not going to be a good wife. It's Mm -hmm. so spiritual when we look at it with our spiritual eyes. This is just the devil. He gets real crafty and he can really try to um, steal from us our anointing as a wife. And he steals it by convincing us to give it away. Wow. So, Kyla. When you think of your experiences with counterfeits and posers, fakers, or even just distractions, Christy and I have developed this tier of flags, right? You have your green flags, (laughs) you have your yellow flags, and you got your plain old red flags. Mm -hmm. I think if we just take a moment to like share as women, all three of us, what are some green flags? What are some yellow flags, right? Where you might want to slow down, talk to the Lord, because it might necessarily not be a counterfeit. Maybe there's just some healing that needs to happen or some changes that need to be made, boundaries maybe. And then what are some red flags where you are in counterfeit territory, where you like, sis, run the other way. This is not the place you need to be. Ooh, that's good. So just when you said yellow flags, the first thing that came to my head is a yellow flag. But like, if you're confused about yellow flag, maybe listeners, the yellow flag could also be something that you have to work on. Like it might not be, it might not be a red flag. So the slow down, the boundaries part, it might be something like, it might be a yellow flag for you because it's something that you might need to grow in or healing. So like, I don't know, like sometimes when people are like, oh, if somebody's being too vulnerable with you and you're like, oh, they doing a lot. They telling me how much they care about me. That might be, you might see that as a red flag, but it might just be a yellow flag where you need to maybe do a self check and be like, what, why does this bother me? Why does this trigger me? Why am I looking at this situation when somebody's just being open and honest and sharing how they feel about me? Why does that make me think that, okay, he might not, he might be doing too much. He might not be the guy for me or, or learning that balance because it could go into love bombing too. Love bombing to me is a definite red flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great point. And Kyla, I just love like you and this conversation constantly um, reminding us to put the mirror back on ourselves because it can easily become this like guys do this and they might do that and familiar spirits and all these things. But taking that accountability, like, 
some things might be me. And even with that yellow flag, the boundary, right? Where this could very well be your husband, but if you're not careful, you might sleep with him because we're humans and we have fleshly desires. So it's like a yellow flag could be like when y'all hanging out and y'all kissing. Matter of fact, let me just speak for myself. I was in a situation with a yellow flag. He was not my husband, but I didn't know that yet. So I was still dealing with yellow flags before the Lord showed me the red flag. But the yellow flag was like, we're hanging out and it's getting all hot and steamy. Sis, like you saying no, but you saying yes. Like, (laughs) what is the answer? Are you saying no or are you saying your body saying another thing? And that is so real. So I had to lay a boundary down and this is, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is where you will see the truth because that, oh God, I feel you right here. Lord, thank you. The yellow flag will be sometimes the tool to help expose the red flag. Can I get an amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Can I get that's, an amen? I'm, you lay down that boundary and then you're going to see some red flags poke up because now you're not caught up in your flesh. You're not caught up in your lust. So the minute I said, you know what? Sir, you can't come to my house anymore and be in my bedroom. Oh, then here comes a red flag. I'm not ready for a relationship. I really mm-hmm. like this. I'm trying to get myself together before I settle down. But you wasn't saying that when you was in my bedroom. Come on. When you was in my bedroom, it was, oh, you a wife, you a this, you a that. But then <laughs> I follow. <laughs> I put the yellow flag. I seen the yellow flag and I said, okay, Lord. I'm going to put a boundary down and boom, here comes a red. And it was mm. only because of that yellow flag. Man, thank you, Lord. Woo. That no, was that's, here, that's real good. That's real good. Yeah. Because the Lord always sends yellow flags to us before the red flags starts dawning mm-hmm. on, our, so on our screens. I think for me, there are two red flags. Good what you're doing tonight. That's a red flag. Especially if, if he is texting you past 10 p.m. to come through to your house, that is a red flag. There is no praying going to yeah. happen after 10. No. I had to learn that right. because, because I was just like, oh, but maybe he just wants to talk and I, I want to hear him out and he's going through this. We all know better, but we, we just like, because like you said, the loneliness and you, you want to be seen. I think a lot mm-hmm. of times we do things because we want to be seen. We want to be felt and we want to be heard. That's good. That's good. Because that <laughs> translates to like social media stuff too. So yeah, a lot of yeah. that is wanting to be seen and wanting that attention. That's that's good, Christy. No, that no. I, I just to piggyback on what Christy just said, the wanted to be seen part. Because that's something I struggled with. I'll be like, wow, I have beautiful friends. I hang out with beautiful women. And so I'm like, wow, when it comes to us going out and guys like coming and flocking to us, then I'm like, I must be invisible. Cause I know I have my lip gloss popping today and I know I'm wearing this dress. I must be invisible. Cause I felt like I wasn't being seen. So then here I go doing things to push myself out further, not realizing that God was hiding me and that was grace. Okay, same girls, this conversation is getting extremely good and I do not mean to be the bearer of bad news, but we're going to have to do a part two to this 
just so that we can get everything in without you missing a beat. So please stay tuned for next week. We will be dropping part two of this counterfeit conversation. We can't wait for you to hear the rest. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure you stay connected. Follow Christy at her underscore promised land and Saj at Save Grow Brand on Instagram. If you want to hear more unfiltered conversations, head over to patreon.com slash savegrowbrand for devotionals, uncut footage, and more exclusive content. And remember, we got you. No woman left behind.